What's up, Survivor? Love is like a, a coal fire. It makes the train go chew. Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Bump me out. Big me set. Hi. I'm a Power Ranger. Haley Williams owns my ass. You give me the scales of life and death. <laughs> Becca, no. Becca. Becca. Becca, I want to believe. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Youth Group Survivor Support Group. I'm your co-host Dylan Davis, and I've got a pit full of lions. <laughs> and I'm joined by Becca Stogner. I'm um, cringing at people I know in the Christian news. And Charlie Allen. I'm going to go with uh, Babylonian Vizier. <laughs> nice. And uh, we're here to talk to you about the Bible and stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As always, if you have a story about the time that you survived youth group or you just want to talk to us via email, go ahead and shout us out at YGSSG003 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this week, we are returning to our Bible reading roots. But before we get into that, there's some news that we desperately have to catch some up on. News, yeah. uh, so there's a story I have for you guys today. We're going to do family cookout catch-up corner uh, for me because uh, our audience probably is a little aware Sure. Uh, two weeks ago, well, when this release will be like th- four weeks ago, I had to go to a family reunion in Clarksville with my grandfather, with my DD. I had yeah. to go see my Mimi and DD. Uh, DD. Had to go see DD returns. D-D. Returns to the to the to the to the podcast. Uh, so, how you guys doing? Before we get into this, are you guys prepared for this? Sure. Yeah. I'm, so? I'm, I'm, I mean. We just talked about God's Not Dead for an hour, and so I feel like that kind of like prepared me for yeah. well, whatever's coming my way now. Yeah, nothing can really shock, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so we get a t- I get a text message the Friday before uh, this cookout from my aunt, also has made appearances on our show. I kind of uh, love this aunt. She's dope. She's, she's yeah. Dope. She's kind of a That's brainless, I mean. yeah. a brainless sea yeah. uh, uh, slug, really. Yeah. <laughs> she, she posted about the Nashville bomber uh, thoughtlessly on Christmas Day, which is kind of funny. Kind of funny. Damn, shit popping off. <laughs> what an explosive Christmas. Ooh, and oh. Jennifer. Oh, oh, no. I love Jennifer. She rules. Yeah, she kind of uh, unintentionally nails it. Uh, she texted our family group chat about this cookout. And uh, the, the invitation that we get from my grandparents every year for this thing in January for something in June is already a little passive aggressive because yeah. we get like we get like three month reminders, but it's this little card that says save the date, <laughs> like we're getting ready for a wedding. Oh <laughs> and God. I ain't gotta save the fucking date. We did it last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I know when it's yeah. coming. Um, and it says Mimi and Didi's blank annual reunion. This year's like the fifth one. Um, this reminds me of that <laughs> fucking um, Reddit post I was talking about on one of our last episodes. Where that girl has a wedding every yeah. week. It's yeah. the same shit. It's very why similar. Does, why does he need to be celebrated constantly? It, uh, they're so scared of people not living on that road anymore. No one else, um, no one else gets celebrated constantly like this, do no. they? No. Uh, no, God. mostly they're just well, scared. Well, God. That's they're, why. They're right scared on. of being irrelevant, I really think. Uh, so they schedule these family reunions to remind us of how <laughs> well, relevant they are. that fucking ship is sailed, Dee Dee. Yeah, <laughs> you lose. <laughs> yeah, man. Um... So we get the text message. It says, come. It starts at 11, so come and stay for fellowship, games, and food. Yeah, Wait, it's it a family also, reunion. Was that that's, the one that said, that's come the, and no. stay, but don't be in a hurry to leave? Don't be in a hurry to leave. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what the bottom said. Thank you, Becca. You read it more closely than I did, because I get one every year. Don't be in a hurry to leave. 
fucking this passive aggressive shit country bumpkin yeah filial piety <laughs> bullshit yeah it's 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 bananas that i couldn't figure out why i was always so mad at my families because they were subtly being shitty this whole time. Psychologically trying to manipulate you. Into, yeah, and yeah. I was just angry all the time. I was like, why am I angry? It's like, you're subtly being told that you're not yeah, worthy of anything. Not that subtle. <laughs> just, just like, the airwaves subtle were so, yeah, like, yeah. right under what I can hear. Like well, when noise. you live in that, it's like, you know, when you raise the heat on a frog or whatever in a pot. Yeah, it doesn't it's know like, it's being boiled yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. Um, so, but now I'm so aware and so direct for my family that yeah. they have no idea what to do with me. So... Uh, I decide pretty early on, I'm like, you know, I'm going to wear normal clothes that I would normally wear. I'm not yeah. going to try to do something that would make them happy, right. which that's a first, so cool there. So I'm like wearing a tank top, and I've got my bandana on, my hair is done. I feel cool, but it's also the first time they're going to see my tattoo. It's a little know-nothing tattoo on my shoulder. Sure. But I'm the week leading up to this, I'm like writhing in depression and anxiety about it. This is my family. I shouldn't feel like this, but yeah. we're just like me and my wife are like punch drunk which is like everything we say to each other is like are we fighting we're fighting now <laughs> we're both so suspicious of everyone yeah um but then we get a text from my aunt and my aunt says um hey just to let you know you're gonna want to be there before 11 well before well before 11 now well before well before 11 make sure that you bring what you said you're gonna bring and also you're you need to be there early because you need to help us set up and i was like well all your children live on that road why don't they do it told yeah voluntold um then she said, also, uh, get there early so you can hear our guest speaker. For a family reunion? For a family reunion. That is just fan. Well, we think just family. They always invite some strays to come hang out with us. Um, I don't mind. I like people. But yeah, like the sure. way they structure it, I don't like it. I'm like, well, I'm going to hate these people. <laughs> I can see, if it, especially if you do it every year. But there's such a weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, there's a lot of odd? like strange um, unspoken assumptions that hang in the air around this weird family reunion stuff. I mean, it, yeah. all these family gatherings that you tell us about always have some sort of strange, like an un, like an un, uh, yeah, an unspoken uh, secret agenda that's not really that secret. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's to make sure everybody's still wearing their crucifix. Right, right. Very tightly. Uh, we're gonna have a guest speaker. We're gonna have a guest speaker because so, some of you need to be reminded. Then I rolled my eyes so hard I got whiplash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> immediately called my mom crying. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Can't we just have a normal family where uh, gathering where we just gather and play games and shoot the shit and, and then eat, we yeah. and eat food and go home? Like, isn't that isn't that what you're supposed to do? Because yeah. that's how you build memories. It's not by scarring each other where you try your best to forget. And so. She's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going. I'm going to go see, visit my dying dad. And I was like, that fucking, yeah. I wish I want to go see your dying dad. Yeah. I'd rather do that. So uh, I'm like, nope, I've already said I'm going. So I made this fucking bomb-ass chipotle potato salad. Nice. It had chipotle sauce, it had mayonnaise, it had roasted fingerling potatoes, it had grilled corn, smoked paprika, red onions, fucking dope. I was like, yeah, we're going to get these people to have flavor in their lives one way or another. Sure. Something spicy. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was a lot. It was all gone. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. How did you make that? And I said, I introduced flavor is <laughs> well, what I did. Have you heard of salt? <laughs> have you heard of hot sauce? <laughs> like, no. I made buffalo chicken dip. The easiest I thing in the world. I remember you telling us. Yeah, yeah. And they were acting like I was fucking. You've killed us. <laughs> what have you brought here? Dave. Holy uh, grail. What hath you wrought? Hell's, yeah. Like it was regular Hell's Kitchen over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, man. 
Gordon Ramsay, not Dave Ramsay. Fuck Dave, Dave Ramsay. Ramsay. Fuck Dave, Dave Ramsay. Ramsay and Gordon Ramsay teaming up. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, we'll save your money and yell at you about your croutons. Yeah. Um, so I show up at 11:30 because I told my aunt. I said we're two hours away. We'll be there at 11:30. I'm not showing up. You have to drive two hours to Clarksville. Yeah. By the time we get there, it's about two hours. And they don't live on the front side. They live in the country. So I yeah. have to go an extra 40 minutes. And I had to pick up my brother, so I had to go out so of my way to get him. So basically, they're saying throw away your whole day for us. Throw away your day for us, but get here early enough to stay all day. To get don't lectured. be in a hurry to leave. By the way, I didn't get home till 8 p.m. So, cool. yeah. So I show up, and uh, the guest speaker's talking, and of course, it's some quiverful Amish-looking fucking girl yeah. just up there. And I get out, and I can hear her booming across the road, uh, talking about all the diseases she's almost died from. Um, God. I was like, this is real light. Why <laughs> is disease such a central part of your faith? Your family's faith is so whack, and it's all about, like, health magic. Health, Why is it health about magic and magic? magic? Health magic and bank oopsies. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you people? Health magic and bank oopsies is a good contender for the title of this episode. Oh, yeah. I worship God because he make my foot hurt less. What the fuck? They do all act like they're gathered around firelight in loincloths talking about the great spirit that healed them from the power of juju yeah (laughs) yeah they are not like this this. um that theme song went off yeah that was a good good uh series of games right there so i get out of the car not even out of the car at this point and i'm like well how do we avoid this so i bought bocce ball because i was like this is easy yeah uh we can play this and I don't have to think. Right. And it'll be easy. So I get it out and I walk it over there. I set it down. And I'm like, surely she's wrapping up. Oh, no. She had a good another 20 minutes in her. Uh, I had missed the first 30. Who the fuck has a sermon at a family reunion? By the way, this is... Is that even a sermon or is it just a rant? It was a testimony. Um, why? She was yeah, healed why? From, why? from all these diseases. Uh, honestly, probably because my grandfather likes it. And my aunt thought he would like it. It's not even anyone we're related to. It's my cousin's husband's sister that none of us know. None of us know who she is. We don't know her. She's not involved with us in any way, shape, or form. She's showing up. They have a mic and an amp out for her. They ran a sound system for her to tell this story. There's a missionary from Cuba that I haven't seen since I was four there. (laughs) Yeah, his yeah yeah he was there and he was like I remember you and he shook my hand and I was like I remember you too you're very intense because that's what I remember he's a very intense dude so I'm out there with bocce ball and my little cousin comes up and she's like I don't want to listen to this I was like me and you both no fucking kidding yeah from the mouths of five year olds man so I grab her and I was like well let's go play bocce ball and she said who are you I said I'm your cousin and so she spent the rest of the day telling everyone that I was her cousin nice which is pretty fun yeah so we eat it goes fine I'm talking we're hanging out um. Everybody's like doing this thing where they want to talk about my haircut, where they're like looking at it and looking at me, but just like not addressing it. I remember your, it. your aunt said, "Like, what's this?" Going oh, that's on at the end something. of the day. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, we play bocce ball after lunch. It's going fine. My cousin's husband, Richard, comes up. Richard is a dork. He's just a fucking waste of breath. Is most it his of the sister time. who was speaking? No. Okay. Uh, this is uh, my oldest cousin's husband. Yeah. that I've lived with him before. Yeah. It didn't go well. This is like <laughs> back my first year of college. Uh, we were all shitty to each other. Yeah. But uh, he comes up, and he, like, points at my arm. And I was like, oh, boy, nobody taught you not to point, huh, adult man? <laughs> He's like, you got a little smut. What is that? Was that dirt there? Was that on your arm? Is it, what is that, smudge of dirt? And I, like, You've leaned You've never up. seen a fucking tattoo before? Are you raised in a barn? That's you much dirt. Fucking what the, what the fuck, fuck is wrong with that you? That smudge of dirt looks just like a picture. 
with Lance. That's exactly how it went. And You've I looked never at him. Been, like, all you have to do is even go to Walmart and see people <laughs> with tattoos. You can get a temporary one, my dude. Walk down the street. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like not even phased. I like lean over and I'm like, it's my curse, Mark Richard. Now it's fully activated. I'm at full strength. <laughs> You can't stop me. And then I just walked off. <laughs> he didn't bother me for the rest of the day. These morons. You can't even minister to anyone outside your family and you think you're the fucking nation of Israel? <laughs> yeah, they were like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> then he yelled at his daughter. The one I'm on a team with for yeah, bocce ball. Yeah. yelled at her for picking up the bocce balls. I said, hey, bud, chill out. The game's over. She's allowed to pick them up. He's yelling at a five-year-old. Don't pick that up. You like, don't understand bocce well enough. And I was like, Richard, you're not playing, and you don't understand bocce I'm well. man. I'm strong. I'm smart. You're woman. You're lesser. That's You're lesser to me. <laughs> you're my daughter, and you're lesser. Yeah, it was pretty much how it went. Then we go over to my, my cousin's house. He's got chickens. He wants to show us baby chickens. I'm like, oh, fuck fun. yeah, man. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I like him. This is the cousin I like. Yeah. So we're hanging out. And then my aunt comes in the room, and uh, she, like, pulls me aside. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Come on, Aunt Jennifer. Come on. Lay it on me. Let's go. <laughs> and she goes, so what's the what's the story behind your haircut? Tell me what the story is. <laughs> and I, like, I liked it, so I got it. Dylan, when I was in college, <laughs> every dude – I knew had not not to I, be a dick. No, it's not fine. That it's, I, what it's I'm fine. trying to say is it's, it's not, not unusual. That, yeah, right? It's, it's not it's even not. unusual. No. It's a regular fucking haircut. I know. If you never talk to somebody out of your genetic pool, <laughs> of course you fucking think that haircut's crazy. You've had a you, perm since you were nine, Aunt Jennifer. What do you fucking know? You, you don't, don't know see anything. People who aren't paper dolls. <laughs> Or, like, came out of your grandpa's balls, you moron. <laughs> I just... Holy shit. I've, I've never been more like, what do you mean, what did I do? It's I a saw a hairstyle and I wanted it. Yeah. What it's are you in talking magazines. about? Yeah. I've... I got a haircut. There's no story. I know you want there to be a story, because with me there normally is, but... No, she's I probably liked still it. Picking out her haircuts from like the poster on the wall that's like numbers one through nine. And I, dude, like, I dude, I seriously just got to assume one. that it's after the these one. stories end, right? <laughs> all of your family just disperses and then they just go stand in the corner like the fucking Blair Witch Project. Because they, what else do they do? No, they read there's the Bible. No, there's Charlie. nothing to them. They're just empty fucking shells, Polly Pocket people. There's nothing to them. <laughs> Well, now a po- it's not. empty, low-world lie. Polly Pockets are at least chewy. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's like, true. You know? They've got some texture These people got crunch. <laughs> you know these people got yeah. crunch. They're starving. They live like the a... fucking family in The Witch. <laughs> they do, yeah. It's like a, a paper doll cutout that you're supposed to draw the face on, and they just hand it to you, and it's blank. Mannequin God. human beings. This is the same woman that used to give me notebooks and pens when I was a kid for Christmas, because she was like, my daughter writes. That was her. I mean, I mean. And I'm your nephew, not your daughter. What are you talking about? Those jokes about the fucking Nashville bombing on Christmas because she's that haircut and the bombing in the middle of town are as exciting to her. And yeah, you know yeah, she lives in Nashville now. You would like she's been exposed to the outdoors. You've seen tattoos. Surely you've seen fucking tattoos. It cannot be that odd to you that someone you know who is, by all, by all accounts, an artist whose page is full of things they make, 
that they would get a tattoo and get a haircut that is decidedly somewhat more creative I than the this, high and like, tight. Like, um, uh, movie in the park thing. For, they showed nine to five, and yeah. before that, they had a, a drag queen dressed yeah. as Dolly Parton. The whole, like, all these drag queens came in like a bus. Yeah. I got to imagine if she saw that bus, she would, she would just disintegrate, man. She would just, like, she'd be reduced to powder. Yeah. Would, would she walk up to them and be like, now what is What's the story? The story? <laughs> what is the story with this look, ma'am? Ma'am? Well, you called me a slur in high school, and then I said I hated that. So, so here I am Here now. we are. I have a bus, and you only talk to your grandfather, so who won? You stay in your house, your apartment in Nashville with my uncle, and while he audits the state for the IRS, and you don't go anywhere. Sick. Oh, my God. God, Fuck, yeah. I left that whole thing going. Why was I scared? They're morons. <laughs> I could run circles around I them academically. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I am their, I'm their new king. Oh, yeah. I have the letter from my grandfather saying I'm the only thinker. <laughs> so he just came out and said he was like, I really appreciate it when you say things to me that I haven't heard in the forty <laughs> years that I've only been talking to the people who I trained. Since I've been catered to by someone who thinks I can do no wrong. <laughs> You really seem to um, get mad when I do a Pavlovian conditioning psyop on you for your entire life. Why is that? Why do you hate? Why do you hate? Why do you hate? Why, why are you, you here and why do you hate? Dylan, I think that's, if you're finished, I I'm that's done. a great transition that's to a my good local one. story. Yeah, lo- local news correspondent Charlie okay. Allen in the yeah. field. So this is a great story. Technically, it's in Franklin. Franklin, okay. okay. Which, if you don't know Tennessee, it's it's outside of Nashville. Yeah, it's kind of like a rich suburb, basically. Yeah. So, I first become aware of this story, because I see (laughs) this video of this girl being like, I live in Tennessee, my name's Gracie, Um, my church and my school, by the way, the school's based out of the church. Oh, have, uh, are ignoring, I've been uh, being abused by my father, and they've been ignoring these allegations of abuse. I'm like, huh that's weird she's like i can't get any press i can't get any sort of like write-ups or anything so is this when you put on your detective hat well immediately <laughs> this gets my charlie sensors yeah. going wee woo wee woo right I just imagine a, a detective's office in a noir yeah. setting rains falling I you're really sitting do. behind I am the desk thinking about getting my pi license You'd be very good at it. Multiple people have told me that. Anyway. (laughs) You would be – I would hate to be confronted by you so bad if I was (laughs) caught doing something nefarious. I'd be like, fuck, I did it. I'm so sorry. buddy. Cool affair you're having, homie. What's up, creep? (laughs) Here's a bunch of evidence. So, I mean, there's nothing I can do about this. It's not like I write for the fucking Nashville scene or whatever. (laughs) That's your your news outlet. I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is weird. Eye emoji. I'm keeping my hackles up for whatever this is. Yeah. Later on, more information comes out about people do start writing about her. One of them is the Nashville scene, and one of them is the post that I have up is Medium. And, um, you know, it's just one of those classic situations where uh, a guy used to be a news anchor and now is like a big um, financial planner in Nashville. Um, He goes to the same church as Bill Lee. And it's, Ooh. like, the richest Baptist church in Franklin. Oh, uh-huh. boy. They run a school out of that. And okay. um, uh, his wife divorces him because she says that they're abusing the ki- he's abusing the kids. Uh-huh. Um, he says, no, you're a monster. Um, he keeps 
the kids from seeing her for like sometimes years at a time eventually the son is turning 18 and he's like I'm gonna go testify in court and then uh, this happens all the time son gets rolled over by his own truck in an accident and the only witness is his dad Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that was a couple years ago. He was also Sopranos? He was What's also happening? a Franklin uh, Bible Academy student a couple years ago. And, and uh, for reference, the Medium article that I'm looking at is 14-year-old Gracie says her father raped her and murdered her brother. Why aren't we hearing the story? I would look this up because these are local guys. These just are just local normal dudes. local yeah. Nashvilleians. And, uh, yeah, brother is dead now. Ugh. We what a horrible accident. accident. But, uh, you know, in the just sort of like the end of God's Not Dead uh-huh. at the funeral, he was like, you know, you hate to lose a son, but I really do feel Christ working through this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Maybe buddy. not in a way one might <laughs> Me expect. Me too. Do I ever. So Gracie, um, with the aid of a couple of her classmates, a, a few years later, I think she's like 15 or 16. This has been going on for hey. like decades right way to go gracie keep it up um, like she, expose the fuck out of this yeah she makes this video and now is getting stuff and she's like my dad's raping me he killed my brother and we're pretty sure he killed my brother it seems i mean what the seems fuck suspicious. else the only witness to a truck rolling over There's, a teen i'm not gonna go dad. through all the details of every part of this case but because i really think that the article is worth like perusing on yeah, your own time sure um but like it also seems like judges are fucking like the judicial system is like Wait, are you telling me that the judicial system works in favor of those with more money mm-hmm. and higher societal standards? Yeah, standings, exactly, yeah. But they're not really yeah. interested in justice mm-hmm. at all? So definitely fucking eyes, the YGSSGI is upon Franklin Bible yeah, Academy, Academy and also fucking Franklin Baptist Church. I mean, those people are scumbags. He, he was also the guy yeah. who, he was a pastor who was in the news recently for um, like critiquing George Floyd and shit. Huh. They're saying Ugh. like, Hey, sometimes God just <laughs> puts horrible, monstrous pigs in the world who get to stomp all over everybody, and white people deserve. And he to doesn't rule. Re- yeah. doesn't see the irony in that, no, because uh, he'll never get caught, right? right? Yeah, he'll never answer. Oh, he'll for get it. caught. <laughs> Speaking of local Christian news, yeah, our other field correspondent Becca Starner I, back from outside. Not that this information is readily available, it is, but I'm going to be eliminating the names because I know these people. Okay, sure. This is wild. Um, this is an exclusive. The 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 parents of the people the, the people that are involved in this are parents of a girl that I went to school with and was like close friends with for a period of time. Really? <clears throat> yes. So there is an ex MLB player who retired in March 2020. Found out that his wife was having an affair with their pastor and now also thinks that the pastor defrauded his um, charity and stole a bunch of money from him. And the, the pastor is the the dad of the girl that I went to school with. Did you go to Lipscomb? Ooh. Huh? Did you go to Lipscomb? Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, so the guy is suing him for <coughs> six million dollars. Um, I guess this pastor began talking with this MLB player's wife through burner phones in 2018. A good sign. That's and where you a want sexual relationship start. Began a year later. Uh-huh. Um, he took a four-month leave. The The MLB player took a four-month leave in 2019 to address his marital problems after the wife of the pastor, so my friend's mom, mm-hmm. um, informed them about what was going on, but she thought it was only uh, like 
emotional relationship. <laughs> During that span of time, he lost $8 million in income. Um, the pastor count- marriage counseled them in 2019, I guess, when they were already fucking. Sick, hell yeah. And then counseled him like on anxiety and depression in 2016. I guess in June 2020, he found out that about the um, affair. But he had already filed for divorce before that. How many times do we have to hear about this fucking happening in every single church before you're like, this isn't an anomaly. This is like what the church is for. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, this is not, this is just what they do. This article was sent to me by my friend, and before I even opened it, I was like, oh my god, these crazy fucking Christians. And then he was like, that's... You know those people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... When, I guess, while this guy was reaching out to the pastor for advice, he was like, you should give your wife some space so that I can So that her. I can... F- Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Feature, yeah. not bug. This is a feature of the church, not a um, bug. Of this is the part of the operating yeah. system, yeah. For the next two months, the pastor continued to pay himself 7000 in salary. The lawsuit does not mention how this occurred, just that the checks were fraudulent. Moreover, the MLB player donated between ten and fifteen thousand dollars specifically to the family, and then donated an additional ten thousand dollars each month to the church. And they think he was like embezzling him out. He doesn't work for that church anymore; like, hasn't since this has come out. I love it. I, this has been happening for like a couple years, but I guess the guy is like just now pursuing legal action, so yeah. that's why it's in the well, news. It's, especially with financial stuff, it takes a while to like first figure out what's yeah. going on and then like talk like. Yeah, get your case I together, guess he yeah. filed if it's for that divorce. Much that long, you have to go way He back. filed for divorce. She filed like a counterclaim. A counterclaim? The wife did? What yeah. the fuck, bitch? And neither one of those, like, nothing is finalized. A so pastor turned out to be coercive. Has this ever happened before? Don't you hate it when Don't you dad pastor. Don't you hate it when your pastor fucking does PK a fucking. to hate their dad. My, my, he said mom's not hot no more, so he grabbed this baseball player's wife, and they did something in the garage. Mm-hmm. And now and now we got a Lambo. We didn't have one. We have four-wheelers. Now we got six. Um, they're not ours, though. They say property of baseball. Money has run amok yeah. in the church in the south and across the globe. It's a whole different thing in, in Tennessee. It it's, is very different. It's, it's, it's it mixed up in business like and politics. like the Sopranos, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we talk, like... So I've lived in a lot of small towns, and there's always talk of like the 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 hidden mafia of the small town yeah. that gets everything done in shadows, and it's almost always the pastor and the deacons and whoever is the mayor of the town, and because the deacon's also the judge. Well, like, man, I was reading this fucking book, right? I'm, I don't remember if I talked about Program to Kill on this before, but it's you you haven't. You I told think us mentioned that you, you were reading. T- it. You told us that you were reading. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. It, you know, it, it's a sort of it's a little bit of conspiracy literature, but. In part of it, he's literally just like laying, out <coughs> sorry about that, laying out facts of famous serial killer cases, and if you're gonna try to use those cases to create a profile of like what a person who is a mass murderer or like a mass rapist, um, what the like profile is, one of those things has certainly got to be friend with the mayor, friend yep. with the pastor, yep. friends with the police commissioner. Because yep. inevitably, they are, like, well-connected in the town. And BTK was a server right. in the Methodist church. He was a deacon. Fucking, yeah. uh, he sure shit was. John Gacy yeah. was, like, a serving Head the... Head parishioner yeah. at his church. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think that it's, like, these guys tend to be where they are because they're corrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason they that go he was where... able to be the rich pastor in the first place was because he was willing to do scummy shit. And then it's like, Mystically, the fruition of that is him fucking his parishioner's wife. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
They go. Let's like go spiders in the dark and the cold. Yeah. They go where it's easy to live. Yeah. You know. Man, if you want to read a slock of Christian shit, the book that the <coughs> BTK killer's daughter wrote. Oh goodness. I read it because I was like, "Ooh, a serial killer's daughter. This will be interesting." Yeah, yeah. And it is interesting, but only in the actual murder parts. Because half of it, she's like, "This is how I met my Christian husband, and this is how godly we are." And you these are, are not, all the Bible that's verses not, that's that I That's not use. why I bought this. Sorry about nope, my nope, dad. Nope, nope, I know. God forgive. The only reason I still have it is because I want to get confessions of a BTK killer and just like have them as companion pieces. Yeah. But otherwise, I would have taken that shit straight to McKay. Yeah, that makes sense. It was not very good. Well, time to read the Bible. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we could use some Bible, huh? I think so. Too. I could always use some Bible. You guys want some Old Testament today? Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah you do. know what? We need to go back to Daniel. That seemed to be a pretty big yeah. uh, hit for all of us here. Um, we're back in Daniel today. Uh, this is pre Nebi, though, right? This I, I think story he's still is the king. Darius is king. Oh, Darius really? King. Okay, never mind yeah. then. This is early. The, yeah. Daniel's a young man at this point. Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh, no, he's an older man. This is later. Nebuchadnezzar's gone. He'd been driven insane. He's out. Oh, what? Yes, I think. I, I think. And and because I think. Oh yeah, because uh, Shadrach and the and the boys. Uh, that was Daniel three. This is Daniel six. So oh shoot! Interesting. Years later. Yeah. And is Xerxes before that? Is, um, is it Xerxes, Nebuchadnezzar, Cyrus? Because I know they talk Darius. about fucking Xerxes. They do and, talk about King Xerxes. Yeah. Um, I think this is after him. I think this is a while. Yeah. I think Xerxes is at the beginning of the uh, uh, exile from You Israel. love when the Bible and 300 crossover. You know, it does make <laughs> sense why Christians love the movie 300. Yeah. Not only yeah. is it a great piece of uh, uh, military propaganda. It's homoerotic as well. It's homoerotic. Right. And, yeah. white, and all the white dudes triumph over the brown, the dirty invading <laughs> brown guy hordes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It, it, can't, it couldn't have come homos. out at the more perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right after 9-11. Uh, it's just a great time. So this comes from Daniel 6, the New International Version. Um, if you don't read the new NIV, you're going straight to hell. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Uh, that's just a Bible rule. Got to have that NIV. <laughs> yeah. That's in the Bible. <laughs> Get the NIV. <laughs> the translation that matters, yeah. and it has to be my particular one. Yeah, it has to be the NIV. Yeah. KJV, straight out. Uh, so this is called Daniel in the Den of Lions, because uh, Daniel in the Lion's Den was too clunky. <laughs> yep, agreed. Now, it pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps. Uh, satrap is like a governor, essentially. Yeah. Satrap, Meshach. <laughs> I hate when I go golfing and my ball ends in the satrap. In the satrap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot in Mario Rush for me. <laughs> yeah. Golf Rush. Oh, man. I get stuck in all the satraps. <laughs> to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators over them. Oh, so there's three heads above the governors, and one of them was Daniel. Uh, the satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now, Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Boy, everybody in power trying well, to fuck over everyone else. Why would they just make shit up? Yeah, well, they do. Oh, right. oh well, <laughs> they they don't make shit up, but they make it where they can get him. They put him in a difficult they, situation. Yeah, they yeah. get him where he won't, where he'll God's not dead himself and not sign the sheet. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, finally, these oh, listen to last week's episode where we talked about God's not dead. Yep. Finally, these men said we will never find any basis for charges against this man Daniel unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, "May King Darius live forever." 
The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that's a good setup for that's, that's a, a little like uh, intrigue. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's pretty fun. That is pretty fun. Yeah, it's, it's a clever nefarious. plan. Very, yeah, exactly. very clever. Man, where's this? Where's this? Where's this movie, guys? Yeah. This is interesting. Uh, now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to God, just as he had done before. Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. They set his ass up and they went and said, Aha! We got you! You're praying like a holy man! Damn, this shit's like burn after reading. (laughs) Burn after praying? Yeah, burn after praying. He has to burn his uh, phylacteries. (laughs) Oh, man. That sucks. The only image of this, like, this part of the Bible in my mind is just Larry the Cucumber going, His bed. (laughs) <laughs> like by when he's praying. I think you probably can't make a Daniel movie because there's a bunch of like little stories, but they don't connect in any series. Like you could do the exile and do like the first hundred years, and Daniel would get like his own mini series yeah, within that. Yeah. That might be interesting. But the thing um, is, he, it always feels at the beginning of his stories like he's starting from zero again. Like yeah. he gets promoted, and then somebody's mad about him. But that happens pretty much every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Game of, game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it would be difficult to make as a movie. You could do it as a TV show. There's no progression. I mean, no. he's never going to be king. <laughs> no, he won't. I guess the end would be the return to Israel. Yeah. Or the promise that they could return. So you leave it on kind of yeah, like a sad note. Years years. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would be interesting. A sad ending to a thing? Yeah, that would. But then you're not showing that God wins. We get the promised hope. No, that, no, that, no hope. You're right. It's no too, it's, there's too We're much subtext. We're <laughs> Americans. We always win. Sorry. We have to win. Yep. And then American F-16s come in and just and light blow up. them to hell. Yeah. Blow King Darius and the ancients to hell. Yeah. yeah. So they went to the king and spoke to him. Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any god or human being except you to your majesty would be thrown into the lion's den? The king answered, the decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. Then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree you put in writing. He's <laughs> Yeah, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> he still prays three times a day. When the king heard this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. <laughs> Damn, that's my best manager. I'll throw him <laughs> yeah, out. Nah, Can't nobody up. make the satrap schedules Damn, like Daniel. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, maybe Daniel posts the schedule on time. Yeah, Daniel was the only would. manager able yeah. to do that and keep the kitchen running smoothly. Then, uh, <laughs> then the men went as a group to King Darius and said to him, Remember, your majesty, that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, no decree or edict, edict that the king issues can be changed. So Why? That, it's some Hammurabi code. Yeah, shit, I'm it's pretty the sure. Because yeah. they they were kind of the first to start vibing with law codes yeah. and like writing law down, and yeah. so so they weren't of, they weren't sure if they could amend it. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, well, we wrote it down. We have to do it. Involved in that was like, well, once we write something down, it's always there. It's I mean, forever. it's on rocks, and you yeah. can't break rocks. Yeah. I mean, that's true. If you take the time to etch something into a rock, like you better keep <laughs> it around. At least there's some there's some calloused carver somewhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want me to change it? Okay, cool, I'll go I'll get, get another slab. Eraser. 
<laughs> pulls out a bigger chisel. <laughs> Imagine misspelling a word and then being like, ah, <laughs> damn it. That's supposed to be a that's supposed to be a crane on top of a scarab, and yeah. I put the scarab on top. Or well, you like you make the first word way too big, and then you you run out of room <laughs> the for the rest of your commandment. <laughs> the end result of this is ultimately that they on. end up with a Hammurabi's code that has like it's totally incomprehensible. That's and, right. Like, I don't think this even happens during like while Israel's there. Like no. I think that it kind of like undermines the Persian Empire because they have this enormous law code that nobody can follow and it contradicts itself and so and they just kind of have to be like well i guess we scrap this yeah. <laughs> some like internal like anthropological stuff that you get from this weird story i guess yeah like fuck i'm trapped in a law i don't like and yeah. i like this guy <laughs> yeah. he should be able to do what he wants uh so the king gave the order and they brought daniel and they threw him into the lion's den the king said to daniel may your god whom you serve continually rescue you so the king doesn't want to kill him, but he's got to follow his own rules. Yep. You would think as king he could just change it. Why, you know? why not? Yeah. You know? Because isn't the whole point of being king in the first place that you're speaking for God? Yeah. So like, like yeah. He's just like, what should happen is he goes, oh, I'm hearing from God right now, which yeah. is me, that <laughs> right. we should change this. Oh, wait. I fucked up, and you guys deceived me. Actually, I'm throwing you in the lion's den. Oh, dang it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, let's do a little uh, reverse Uno card here. Yeah, you can't <laughs> catch me in a fucking technicality. I oh, own the baby. army. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I have all the stabby things. Yeah, right. I can find new satraps, guys. Oh, do I have all the money and the country and technically own all of your lives like slaves? <laughs> then I guess nothing you say to me matters. Any idiot can be assistant manager, guys. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A lot of them are like 19. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that makes me sad. I'm, a su- I'm, I'm an assistant manager, essentially. <laughs> oh, are boy. 19? Uh, no, much older. Uh, <laughs> a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating and without any entertainment they, like, being brought to him. They like use their wonder twin power rings to lock yeah. that thing. Yeah. They're just they like, did a they did a zeo they did a zeo crystals go. fueling. Go on, Hammurabi. <laughs> yeah. What's this motherfucker's name? Captain Darius? Hammurabi. Yeah, Darius. Yeah. They're all like Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like unless those lions were already like riled up, if you just put a person in a space with a lion, they'll be like, okay. No, no, they'll eat they will definitely time. play with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they also would, if they're keeping them as, like, a place to kill people, they starve them until they're... I mean, well, yeah. But, yeah. You, you, but if you just were to, like, not. stumble into the enclosure at the zoo, they would <laughs> probably be like, okay. Are you here to <laughs> feed us? I think so. Isn't that why they had to kill Har- Harambe? And that yeah. was just, like, Harambe's a gorilla, not a lion. <laughs> you think lions are less aggressive than gorillas? I don't know what that gorilla was on. Hey, if you know a lion's audience, please email us lion facts. All our zookeeper <laughs> listeners, please. <laughs> Two of you work at the Nashville Zoo. I don't I know. know. I, really? All, I don't know. I would I imagine all one cats, of them does. All cats are cats to me, so yeah. I, I see them all as sweet boys. Well, like, we could go back to Joe Exotic and see how those fucking tigers like to sneak up and try to break his fucking spine. Well, but that's because of, his, of who he is. It's one of his employees' arms. Yeah, right? they definitely they, ate like, that they, person. They did. I'm not yeah. saying that they can't. I'm just saying that's probably not the first. Well, first not, instinct is to not get up, probably. But then an hour later, it's like, fuck, I'm hungry. What's in here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I this small sprawling. Yeah. Maybe those tigers were also mad that he would take their cubs and like pass them around to schlubs and then get rid of them when they He's were fun. too old. You're getting your human stank on my cub. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Tiger King? 
You remember Bring Tiger King? Back. Remember coronavirus? Oh man, let's do that again. Let's hey, let's go around too. There's a new strain. We could get it yeah, out. Yeah, they're of here. like doing a live. They're doing the live action Tiger King shows what? that they said they were what? gonna do, and I just like don't. That's so what? funny. Oh my you god, you guys are clearly tapped into like what people are talking about now. Yeah, you guys definitely get it. You guys are part. You're plugged in. I'm yeah, honestly I, I, like Cage is in it. He plays Joe Exotic. I severely oh my god. underestimated. We had our first improv show back um, last weekend. And, of course, right out the gate, immediate suggestions, COVID, Tiger King, all of that bullshit that I knew was coming but just didn't want to believe was coming, I guess. The yeah. audience needs to be bullied. They need they to, need to know they're wrong. Yes, exactly. They honestly do. Uh, I have shouted You're down. You're not funny. You read that six months ago. I'm here to guide you to taste, yeah. you Philistine. Like, those people probably sat at home on the couch going... COVID! Like, do just, I remember practicing, just practicing for the first time they would get Tiger to go back in a comedy club and do that. Well, I mean, Netflix was already doing... You know how they made the Space Force show, which is now canceled because nobody fucking watched it, yeah. was, it was a, Space Force was trending. Right. The Netflix guy was like, oh my god, we're gonna make a fucking Space Force show! Everybody thinks Space Force is so funny! Who's the funny guy? Steve Carell from Office goes to Steve Carell, goes to like a writing staff and, and puts it together slapdash, has them write this shitty show... They film it, they put it up, and nobody wants to see it because by the time it comes out, it's not viral anymore because that was six months ago. Yeah. It came out even longer than that. Yeah. Like it, it's like years after Trump said Space Force. Because it takes too long to actually like put a show into production. If it were a YouTube video, it would be a different story. Yeah, you could probably do that. Yeah. It's wild. <sighs> then they said to the king, Daniel, oh wait. I got lost. I'm so sorry. It's all good, man. Oh, yeah. The king was upset. He had an upset tummy, so he couldn't watch TV or, or, or sleep. So oh, This no. is very American. Yeah. <laughs> so the first light of dawn. That's the Protestants <laughs> like right? That's like the only feeling they know. Is being Having entertained. Having an upset and being, tummy because yeah. you watch too much TV. Yeah. I, if you can't be entertained, something must be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. At the, oh, fuck. All right. At the first light of dawn... This is hard, audience, because I'm depressed and trying to do a show for you. So just, like, just like, do you get it? Do yeah. you understand? This is hard. So <laughs> I'm doing this for you. Yeah, they like it. They do. They're fine. I'm sorry I yelled at you, audience. You can come <laughs> back in the room. Jokes, you can come back, too. I know we kicked you out for a bit, but we can come on back in. Um, at the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice. Daniel! Servant of the living God! Is your God, whom you serve, continually been able to rescue from the lions? I really hope so, because my tummy hurts, and I couldn't watch Andy Griffith, and and, and I, I had dates, and I couldn't eat them. Uh, they're putting black people in the McDonald's commercials now. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> it just... Also, did my favorite lion get you? Please tell me. I love him. His name is Scraps. Uh, Daniel answered, May the king live forever. My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. You giant child. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I ever done anything wrong before you, your majesty. <laughs> just, just sullenly like... Also, Dude, your king. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. Uh, if I'm Daniel in this situation, it doesn't matter how long you leave me in the lion's den and then bring me out. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's cool. I understand. I spent all night with like, smelly fucking, fucking lions. Moron. Oh, my own. You idiot. <laughs> 
just like licking him on the nose. I can see the first hour just being glued to the wall. Yeah. Staring at these lions, and then as it settles in. Well, that I God's not going to kill you. At this point, Daniel has had a whole lifetime of doing miracles and being delivered from this shit. And he's, like, he's probably interpreting friend. dreams. So yeah. you just, when you I'm get sent down to this type of shit, you just got to be so smug. Or, like, all like, the media that they use for, like, <laughs> children's Sunday school for this story is him just, like, chilling with, like, two lions sleeping in his <laughs> right, lap. Like, all it says is that the angel shut the mouth of the lion. You can't execute me, you dumb moron. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't say that the lions were, like, Trying to get me to sin. Then we'll see what happens. Bet you can't. Yeah. Maybe they were dumb lions like Freddy, and they were just like, ooh. ooh they rolled please. over immediately. It was like, hello. He's just pawing at the gate to get out the entire time. He's like, <laughs> at the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Once I get up there, who, buddy, it's game over for those fucking Babylonians. It's the only light Daniel had yeah. is the sparks from the claws of the lion off the rocks. <laughs> I really do just, like, he's just like, I'm so sick of being in Jesus. these Bible stories, dude. I don't want to be used for any more of God's object lessons. God, <laughs> I gotta say, there's gotta be an easier way to teach people don't be bad, just be kind. Like, there's I gotta know. be... It's like, <laughs> there's so much throwing people anymore, into yeah. stuff. No I, more executions, please, this, we get it. What is this about a fire in my best friends? What did you do to them? Well, you didn't kill it. Yeah, is no, Esther I know. Esther before or Esther's after this? before this. It is? Okay, because that's way the before. same kind of story where they're like, yeah. There was a Persian who was plotting to. That's the only Bible Jews. story where God doesn't have any mention. He's not mentioned. Yeah, not I mentioned. fuck with Esther. Esther's a good book. It'd be hard to do in one of these episodes because it's literally the whole book. It's like yeah, it's like five chapters. Yeah. It's pretty long. But uh, I mean, it's like, a long veggie tale story. It's a long veggie tale. <laughs> Once yeah. again, when you're the fucking underdog, underdog, and you're like not the class of people who's going around doing genocide, you come out of these stories looking really cool. You look so great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, the minute you start doing genocide, suddenly you're not as cool anymore, Christians. I just learned about. So I've been listening to a series on the Black Plague. Yeah. On uh, last podcast on the left, who I'm sure need the shout out yeah. from us. Um, mm. But I was listening to it, and they were talking about. Um, later in the play, because it lasted basically an entire century, yeah, or entire almost a thousand years, um, just because they couldn't get rid of it because they didn't know anything about it, right? But at one point, weirdly, this has never happened before. They blamed Jewish people. Huh. I know, I know, it's yeah. never happened. Um, so they would go out, and, and this is the start of pogroms. Yeah. This is when they would just kill entire Jewish communities because they were convinced that's where the plague came from. And so, it's nothing new, yeah. like. The Bible story, like of hating Jewish people. Well, the the, like, uh, the other reason being why awful to Jewish people. The reason why Jewish people historically crazy. have like run banks is because in the Middle Ages, yeah, because they could take interest, but right, the Christians could do couldn't. Usury, yeah. but the yeah. Christians were forbidden from running banks because they, they couldn't set up, lend money. Yeah, yeah, they set up their own villains. They right. said, "Well, you can do the thing we need to do, but we can't." You immediately set them up to take the fall for it's everything. Like the you fucking do. CIA training Al Qaeda. This, this yeah. always happens. It's yeah. Like, we create a boogeyman to defeat the other boogeyman, and then that boogeyman's too big, and so we set up a new boogeyman to fight that boogeyman, but then that boogeyman's too big, and so we set up new ones. It's like... And then instead of doing any work yourself, you lazily blame you always an entire hate. culture. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can always... It's, when you're simple and stupid, yeah. you can always hate somebody. And say what you will. What's funny about the, the Babylonian exile is it always seems like the Persian kings have no power in their own kingdoms <laughs> like no they, they seem susceptible to to advice from every moron who walks yeah, into the throne room yeah, yeah. i, I kind of love them because they're constantly being bamboozled and it's like 
you're the king, motherfucker. Whatever you they're say like, goes. They're like, yeah. it's an old TV show, but like Hogan's heroes, like yeah. the evil Nazi Colonel Clink is yeah. like a bumbling fuckhead who always gets taken Even advantage to the point of. Where he like kind of likes the per- the people yeah. he's not supposed to yeah. like. Like, yeah. um, he kind of enjoys having the Jews there to yes. be like, oh man, those guys are always teaching me about their living God. They, they're so, yeah. they're so helpful, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the king was overjoyed, and he gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. When Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he trusted in God. At the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the den, along with their wives and children. <laughs> okay, good. Whoa! They didn't do anything wrong. God. Women well, and children are property, and so they should be killed. Well, we don't need these anymore. Yep. Just throw them all out. And before they reached the floor, before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. <laughs> how would that even be possible? How is that? Did how many lions them? are in there? It's just the floor. It's floor to floor lions. Before wall they wall. even reached the what ground, like, were the lions like jumping up? They were moshing. The lions were moshing <laughs> into the. What if they open the den and it's just one lion, like old Flopsy, and he has to get up and be like, and gets up really quickly. That is the sort of fucking detail that lets you know. That this isn't like a hundred percent fact written by Jesus Christ. You can't even <laughs> visualize that in your brain, you fucking morons. How would that you? That ending honestly sounds like something a child wrote, being like, "And then they went in the dead, oh, and the lions more. crushed all their bones." The end. <laughs> right. There's Before more. Before they even touched the ground, how yeah. does that happen? Before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed their bones. How? All their bones. And crushed all their, their bones. bones. All of them. It all says. of their Not bones. Not one bone. All their bones. <laughs> At the same time. Then King Darius wrote to all nations and people of every language in the earth. May you prosper greatly. Well, that's kind of nice. I issued a decree in every part of my kingdom. People must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Fucking Daniel came out so squeaky clean in that. (laughs) How do you read something like this and go, uh, you know how this has the exact same cadence as a fairy tale? And (laughs) literally the exact same story beats. And all the mommies and daddies. Yeah, yeah. And then go like, oh, but this is the one that's not a fairy. I want to rewrite one sometime and replace all the kings with like Oberon, king of the fairies. Yeah. And then it's in the gumdrop forest. They right. threw him into the den of the Here, of the cockatrices. Does this sound a little ridiculous to you? Just replace all just of just a tiny bit. <laughs> Maybe we get our moral lesson from that and not a history lesson. <laughs> I do. I like it's a the fun story. story. It's, it's a good, so it's good. It's a well-written story. I'm probably gonna. I'll just jump right into the Ten Commandments. Yeah, go for mind. it. I think I'm gonna give this. Um, I might give this nine out of ten commandments. Nine point five, maybe. I think this is an all-time revival this is a good story. One. This is a really yeah. quality one mm-hmm. because it's got the cadence of a fairy tale. Yeah, and it's like it's one of the better written ones. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel does not do a ton of the repetition no. that the Abrahamic. No, that's pretty concise. He's cool, man. He's a good historian. Yeah, I, he I is. mean, he's a good historian for the time. Yeah, for sure. He but, well, his his detail of the exile is pretty accurate. Yeah, like, it's yeah. more information than a lot of sources, which is <laughs> cool. Come on, man! The, the lions eat them. They don't have opposable thumbs. Daniel, Daniel is just salty for being thrown in there. He's like they crushed all their bones before they fucking touched the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
They'll never write it because they're eating. <laughs> and they got thrown in there, and before they could even hit the ground, the lions eating them all up. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Crush all their bones. Um, it, it was a stinkier poop than they'd ever smelled. That's stinky, what I did this yeah. summer, Miss Hannigan. It was a big stinky poop, and then me and all my friends went to Taco Bell. <laughs> the detail in um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that's like that is when he's like, and then Nebuchadnezzar made them light the furnace a thousand times, times hot. hotter than normal, and he opened it up, and it killed all his henchmen. So like, the day, the day oh, went well. Okay, yeah, the day Daniel. went well. Cool, man. I literally Whoa. used to write endings like this where I'd be like, and then my cousin turned into a ghost because I don't like him, <laughs> and he was a fart shit. I went into the uh, <laughs> the closet shit. and Superintendent Calmers, and um, <laughs> they were making babies, and one of the babies looked at me. That's from Simpson. <laughs> That's from Simpson. Except <laughs> I didn't do it right. I'm not Simpson. You're not uh, Simpson. I'm not Simpson. That explains the fact that you don't have jaundiced skin. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although you can't eat my shorts. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going to give it a 9. It's not a 9.5, but it is. it was very comforting to read. Um, also, yeah, it's pretty astounding. It's like, you know, these oppressed people still have God's favor. It's like, yeah, you can take us out of the promised land, but uh, you don't take the promise away. That stuff's hey. fucking dope. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're, we're approaching a fucking point here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can you can put us literally anywhere, yeah. and God still follows us. You know, Charlie's got God's promise. I believe he can beat all of us to record on time. True, it's well, fucking incredible. It's so how incredible. the tables how the turntables have <laughs> turned around on us now. Me I being late happen. to my own apartment two weeks <laughs> in a row. Fucking wonderful. <laughs> it's so cool. Well, you're happy. We love it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this an eight point five. I just can't bring myself to do that nine. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I really can't. Commit to the nine. Uh, I love love a big cat. Love a kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Here's oh, one right there's here. a sleeping one. Oh. Oh. Hello. Did you see a meow? <laughs> That's cat noise. Yeah. You're welcome. We might go viral. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was her. That's her wake up noise. Oh goodness, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, that one. Kitty <laughs> so corner. Uh, what a relaxing way to end this episode of Youth Group Survivor Support Group. <laughs> We've done it again. We're in the sixties now. Yep. We're we're old. We're old. We're we're rocking and rolling, despite everyone's attempt to shut us down yeah. from the church. They can't do it. Uh, we've never re received any. We've not gotten any hate. <laughs> we've not gotten any hate really at all, um, other than from our own fans. I mean, if someone from <laughs> the church, if someone from the church wants to toss me into a den of lions, like I'll go. I'll definitely give it a look. I'll give it a look. See, yeah, why not? Um, yeah, this is a uh, this is a podcast that uh, advertises mostly by word of mouth. So if you're a listener and you haven't already, tell a friend, tell two friends. Actually, text a hundred friends. YGSSG is not dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Do it. And um, our pod's not dead. <laughs> it's it's surely alive. Right. And it's on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> leave us a review. Yeah, exactly. Leave us a review. Yeah. Charlie's. Uh, our, we're going to take over for Weird Al, but for the church. So, um, <laughs> Remember when I used to do that? You remember when Charlie did songs and I did sketches? No, I'm time. lazy. <laughs> and I'm burnout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can follow us on social media, YGSSG Podcast, uh, wherever you're looking for us, other than Facebook, I think, um, and TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. So y'all can do whatever. I'm Heyo, it's Becca on the socials, H-E-Y-O, Becca Stogner on YouTube, and Time Machine Podcast as well, anywhere that you want to look that one up.
Yeah, dog. Charlie Allen, American Landmark on Insta. Piano Pest on Twitter. Hikikomori Povich on TikTok. Fucking Charlie Allen on music apps. Form the new church. New paramilitary organization. We are... One of two things is going to happen, right? Either the world can be changed and we need to defeat the slave drivers of the human race who are, you know, the managers and they have the fiat currency of the globe and they have all the nukes. So we're going to have to form a paramilitary organization or it's already over. The world's over. There's nothing left to be done but suffer and watch the seas boil. (laughs) And if that's the case, I'm going to fucking punish the olds. I'm going to make them bleed. And... Uh, in order to do that, I'm going to need a paramilitary organization. So definitely start uh, forming that with me. I think that'd be really good. And um, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Punish the old. And another saying we say here on YGSSG. Slug up, bugger.